You are listening to Empower Me with Aerie. Welcome everyone to Empower Me with Aerie's show. I am Pastor Erica Holmes. I go by Queen Aerie because there is royalty on the inside of each and every one of us. The Bible talks about it. It says that we are a royal priesthood, a chosen generation. And I love to say, as we know our identity, we therefore know our authority. I am absolutely honored that you all decided to join us today. I'm super excited for the guests that we have on the show. I believe that this episode is going to bless your life. We're going to be talking about you must stand. We must have the courage now like never before to stand for what's right in every season. Standing for what's right makes us the light that God has created for us to be. To stand agrees with your purpose and being who God created you to be. It's choosing to shine no matter what attempts to put your light out per se, because we have to remember as Matthew 5, 14 through 17 says, ye are the light of the world. A city that is set on a hill cannot be hid. Neither do men light a candle and put it under a bushel, but but on a candlestick and give it light unto all that are in the house. Let your light shine before men that they may see your good works and glorify your father, which is in heaven. Listen, kings and queens, it is time to stand like never before. We have an addict that was sent out by God to represent him, and we must be intentional. With that said, it brings me the absolute honor to bring our special guest on the show today, Pastor Emmanuel Smith, known better known as Mr. E in the D. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the show. Thank you so much for coming on. Can you please tell us about yourself and where are you from? All right. Thank you so much. I'm from the wonderful city of Detroit, Detroit, Michigan. Um, yeah, my name is Emmanuel Smith. Um, I'm a pastor in the city. Um, I work in administration for an uh, elementary school Love in it. the city of Detroit. And I also do entertainment, which uh, I work through the arts um, to really empower kids throughout the United States. I love that. I absolutely love that you all. I want you to, when you watch this, I want you to like it, to share it. I want you guys to really connect with Mr. E and the D because God is doing something powerful through his life. I'm trying to tell you him and his wife, God is just moving through them tremendously. So you guys connect with them. And if you are in the Detroit area, find him and go ahead and and just, you know, unify, unify and and go forth with what God has called us to because now is the time like never before. So yes, thank you. I'm super excited about this opportunity. And so let's jump right into this. So how important you know, is it for us to stand and to be in in our positions today? Can you be think, talk a bit about that? Yeah, I think it's essential for us to uh, to stand, um, especially nowadays when there is like there's so much going on in the world. Just period. Mm. You know, there's so much um, chaos and turmoil going mm. on. I think as people of God, which we are people of the light. It's essential for us to stand, you know, because um, I take the the small analogy as uh, summertime, you know, um, in Detroit, summertime at nighttime, you turn that, that porch light on, you know, it's like there's an attraction to the light, you know, mm. you know, 
it's a it's a it's a small analogy. You put the mosquitoes, you know, and stuff in <laughs> life. Right. You know, that in this world and the time that we're living in, um, all we have to do is just stand and be like the walking epistles, you know, and be the light. And the work is done, you know, as we are walking, you know, people will attract and see like I think too in this in in the day and time that we're living in, just the authenticity. Oh, uh, just being yourself through Christ and that's so good. God has made you to be and really being authentic in it. People are really being attracted to that, you know. Uh, no gimmicks, you know, yeah. no additives, no preservatives, just like God's life living through you, you know. So, yeah, I think it's essential though to walk in the light. Yes, absolutely amazing. I'm so glad that you brought that up because sometimes we may look at another person and say, well, God, I want to do that. And you really don't want to embrace what God has chosen for you to do. But the Bible literally says that God didn't make a mistake when he literally hand selected, selected us to be in the body for a specific purpose on purpose. So I think I totally agree with that. Once we uh, begin to really authentically embrace who God has created for us to be, amazing things are going to happen. And literally then everything that we need on that path of purpose, we're going to begin to attract because we're in our lanes. We're doing what God has called for us to do. So it's like if people could really grab a hold of that, oh my goodness. And we're praying and just declaring and decreeing Literally, as they even listen to this show, that something is going to click, something is going to change. And I believe that people are even going to have those aha moments. You know, they're going to get a revelation of what God is saying during this time so that they can stand up and really, really, really take the baton and go forth, you know, because it's time we are needed. We're needed. And so talking about purpose and and um, standing, what do you believe prevents some people from walking in purpose or fulfilling their assignments? I think you kind of you you started out on it. I think that a lot of times uh, what happens, especially like in the body, but just even in general, people try to mimic what others are doing, you know, and try to um, do what they saw someone else do that was successful. And they really sometimes they begin to idolize that. They idolize that person. They idolize that person's work and they tend to uh, walk away or stray away from like what their purpose actually is because they spend so much time looking at what someone else's success is. You know, and I'm not saying that uh, we don't have goals or we don't have markers, mm-hmm. but a lot of times, especially because of um, so many of us are like inundated with media you know like we just see so much over over um saturated with yeah so it's it's Mm. easy to fall into like idolizing what we think success is through someone else we're looking at glimpses of that person's life or glimpses of what someone is portraying Uh you know what i mean yeah that that is one thing that really prevents that you know, for us to really walk in purpose is like uh-huh. looking at someone else's purpose and yeah. really idolizing instead of seeking God for like purpose Ooh, and seeking God for direction, seeking yeah. God for path. You know, because a lot of times our path is is meant to be trailblazed. It's not come even really clear. It's like something new. You know, even though there's yeah. nothing more under the sun, but like for this time and season, it's like, yo, 
we're not even doing that. We're not even thinking of that. But mm. God wants you to go this Come way on. and blaze a trail so that others can follow instead of you trying to follow what others are doing. That, that is so good. Oh my goodness, that is so good. And as you were talking, I literally just heard, um, I am doing a new thing. You know, yeah. God is saying, like, literally, I want to do something new through you, but will you allow me to use you? Will you have the faith enough to believe Oof. that you can do it? You know, because yeah. too many times we think it's just us and, and uh, we think that we kind of forget the God factor, which is the biggest factor yeah. that God is. God is in us and he empowers us to be able to move. He empowers us to be able to do everything that he has chosen for us. And so I, I totally agree with you. I, I, you know, unfortunately, the generation that was after us and even the ones that are babies and stuff growing up now, there is definitely oversaturation of being raised by TV, being raised yeah, by yeah. social media, being raised by you know, rappers and, and, and all of that stuff. And of course, like you said, if somebody has a goal to say, hey, I, I'd like to be wealthier, be financially stable like right. this person, they can have that goal. But I totally agree. It's, it's It hits different when you can sit and say, God, what is it that you want me to do for my life? When you yeah. can really pay attention to to what you're interested in, when you can yeah. pay attention to what is what you uh, can do with grace, with ease mm -hmm. that other people may not be able to do with grace or ease and not ignore that because maybe your group of friends are doing something else. Maybe God right. is not telling you to go play basketball like all your other friends, but maybe he's calling you into ministry, you know, yeah. or maybe yeah. he's telling you to be a doctor instead yeah. of a painter or, you know, maybe a painter instead of a doctor, but it oh. comes you know, that clarification comes with seeking God. You And so that is so, so good that you mentioned that because I really believe that this message is definitely for the younger generation. But not only that, I feel led to say that, that there are some even some older people out there and it's nothing wrong. You have to understand that if you're still breathing, if you can still see, guess what? There is still purpose for your life. Yeah. And it is not too late for God to use you. So don't feel like, Oh, you know, you've allowed 55 years to, to just go past and you haven't fulfilled purpose. No, 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 no. You looking at this message today is literally confirmation that you are in the right place at the right time and that God can do what he wants to do for your life. So take this as God telling you it's your time to go. It's your time to allow me to use you to do something new, to do something great. So just, you know, stay encouraged. So I really, really felt to share that. And so, uh, so Pastor E, I look, you just you know, turn something up in me when you said that. You, I'm telling you, and instead of people like, oh, I got triggered some negatively, no, it it, it really uh, pricks something because yeah. we got to let uh, God allow allow that new thing to come forth and be okay yeah. with it. Yeah, true, true, true. Um, Just going along with what you were saying, yeah. but you were saying like even uh, like it may not be basketball, it may be to go into ministry. Yeah. And I think too, um, in this day and time that we're living in, like God is really opening up our eyes to even reframe what ministry That's is good. because That's ministry good. has looked and, uh, in certain communities, like it's been just ministry is just oh. inside of this building within these few hours on this so particular good. day behind a microphone or behind a pulpit, but like really reframing and, um, uh, us opening our minds to see that ministry is every day, like Come ministry. On. Um, I look at what I do every day as ministry, working in schools, working in the elementary school, empowering youth, empowering um, purpose in kids and speaking life. And you know what I'm saying? Like yes. a voice uh, of life to Come youth. On. You know what I'm saying? To kids. That is ministry. 
you know, and I I have grown to understand the power in that, you know, into ministering to through to children yeah. in a non-conventional way. You know what That's I mean? So good. Day purpose, you know. What I mean? Ministering to kids and and to the adults, to the families, like everyone that I come in contact with. I'm at the gas station. If I'm at the dollar store, wherever I am, I believe it's a minister. It's an opportunity to minister, and I think that as we start to reframe our a concept of ministry, uh, ministry won't seem so foreign. But it's like every day, you know, I have an opportunity to minister. You know, yeah, that is so good, and it's like uh, moments like that. If we if we have that paradigm shift, if we allow our minds to be changed, then we won't miss the moments that God wants us to have, the ones that are so simple, but they're the most powerful, you know, like literally, and I totally agree with that. And it it just reminds me even of just the Bible and uh, the new Testament, Jesus moved in, in unordinary way. He didn't, you know, he moved in like some people say unorthodox, but he moved in untraditional way. He was not traditional. Nothing about Jesus was traditional. And I think that we have to be okay with, loosening or letting go of some of the tradition and i know we're going to talk a bit more a little bit later regarding that but you listen that's so dope like (laughs) we needed to hear for real we needed to hear what just came out of your mouth because again i really believe that the right people are looking at this the people that have been you know questioning they've been wondering what's going on and god is like listen i'm speaking through him i'm speaking through her you know and so oh my goodness so talking about that because, of course, purpose, uh, walking in purpose and uh, being able to hear God, uh, I believe that, of course, a strong connection with that is identity in order yeah. to walk in purpose. So do you believe it may sound a little strong, but do you believe that people are having We kind of touched on a little bit an identity crisis, per se? And if so, how can they overcome that? Like, what can we do? Well, yeah, I, we did kind of talk about it a little bit. And I do believe that, you know, it's easy to slip into an identity crisis, you know. And I think that when we when that does happen, it is us um, just asking for grace. You know what I'm saying? To like, Lord, let me um, old school F5, you know, like help me, yeah. help me to just wait. Let me go back to the basics, God. Like I was slipping for a little bit. Wow. What do I need to do? Like, who am I again, Lord? Mm-hmm. Tell me so again, who am I through you? So Not who am I through my perspective or the perspective wow. of other people or the perspective of my family. But Lord, who am I through your eyes? So and I think that as we give ourselves the grace to wait, let me refresh. Let me go back. You know, like mm. you said earlier, like I'm still breathing. I can refresh. Well, let me refresh this page. You know, what I'm and uh. Lord, just give me a new perspective, a, re- a refreshed perspective of who I am through you so that I can be intentional with my steps and intentional in the things that I do, you know, and um, I can walk light, you know, because a lot of people are walking real heavy because they are not walking in their car or walking in their or they're losing their identity. So then comes the heaviness, then comes, you know, the, the second guessing and the doubt. Yeah. And sometimes the oppression, sometimes the he- you know, that all yeah. comes with that. So it's like the freedom comes with the identity. And, wow. You know, it's like sometimes we just got to check, like, wait a minute, you know, right. I'm starting to get that heaviness again, Lord. Mm. Lord, Lord, 
I'm starting this to second guess the Lord what's happening. I think as we, if we're just sensitive enough to just stop and ask God, you know, to reflect and to listen to his voice, like we were talking about, like in the conventional, unconventional ways of God, you know, God is conventionally unconventional, you know, and the way that he speaks to us is unconventional, but to him is God, you know, it's how I speak, the author of language, you know, so just being sensitive to the simplicity of his voice or through the intricacies of his voice. Yeah. You know, a lot of times God takes me through kids, you know, mm. like, like, yo, how did you even know that I was, yeah, Missy, I can just tell your eyes, like, you, wow. you, tired. you need to refresh, you need to get some rest. And sometimes it's just simple things that yeah. you have to say, and it's like, whoa, that's, that spoke volumes to me. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Yeah. And I think that we give ourselves that opportunity, you mm-hmm. know, to refresh and to uh, get back, just to give ourselves grace to say, you know, God, I was tripping a little bit. Yeah, yeah. I, that's ooh, so good. You know? Yeah, <laughs> right. I Oh, my goodness. I, and I think that's so necessary that we don't beat ourselves up. You yes. know, we are feeling that heaviness in the moment because it's to get our attention. You know, yes. emotions are literally to alert us. Yes. Okay, something's off. Watch yep. what you're thinking or see God, see what's going on. I love that. And so yep. I think that we all could do a better job of that and be, you know, so that we're not imbalanced. So yep. that we can really get back aligned to what God is saying. I absolutely love that yes. you shared that. And so yep. my goodness, my goodness, I know that um, and especially I want to share this because sometimes um, you know, of course we could we know who we are, just a child of God, of course, your identity, but then sometimes our purposes or our assignments will change. And yep. sometimes a person may not, they're like, God, I'm so used to preaching, I'm so used to doing this, but I feel led to do this, God. But that's not that's you know, devil I rebuke is like, no, <laughs> you know, so we have to be okay with even those tugs in different seasons to shift, you know, yep. on different platforms yep. because I believe that God is transitioning, He's allowing some shifting to take place. That we're so used to operating in one uh, system or one area. And God said, I want to move you to another mountain. I'm going to do something different. You know, you've been effective. You've been great. You've been doing well in this. And I want to elevate you. And so allow me to allow you to, to, you know, to move in a different gift, to move in a different anointing. God can do anything. So I love how you said that, but we have to pay attention to the heaviness. We have to pay attention to the things that seem off and then be like, you know what? Father, I need to hear you. You know, just yeah. be okay because he's so gentle. He is such yeah. a gentleman and he's here for us. He loves us so much and he wants us to win. You yeah. know, he wants yeah. us to make it yeah. and to fulfill purpose. And so it's just absolutely awesome that you shared that there's just so much. We'll be talking all night. But, um, and I love how you said, uh, God, help me at five. That's a t-shirt. You need to put that. <laughs> <laughs> God, help me at five. Help me refresh. Seriously, refresh. You need to do that. You yeah. Need- yeah, we, it's we, not the end of the world, you know. Like a lot of times in the body, like we we condemn ourselves to Haiti so quick, and yeah. it's like, yo, slow down a little yeah. bit. Like it's not yeah. the end of the world. Like through God, He's given us grace and mercy. Give yourself some grace. Yeah. Let's refresh. Let's start over. You know, so through the help of God, He's gonna get us through this thing. You know, yeah. but it's like it's it's not over. You know, yeah. and if we can stop beating ourselves down so much, and and give ourselves the grace that God gives us or the, the grace that he models for us. Like, Oh, so good. you can do it. You know, yeah. it's, it's not over, you know, yeah. let's go. So I think that that that's a journey within itself. Just practicing grace towards. Right. Yourself. 
No, yeah, I totally agree. And speaking yeah. of that, um, can you share, I mean, were you ever in a in a place of hesitating to walk in purpose? And if so, how did you overcome that? Like, what did you do? What did you do? I was going to call you Dr. E. So maybe that, that's coming. <laughs> I was going to call you Dr. E. So maybe that's coming. Maybe that's coming. But how did you overcome that? Yeah, so to make a long story short, it was really just kind of, um, I had to learn to, even when I was like around a lot of people, well, this is how I started the journey. Sometimes I felt like I was around a lot of people, but I was still kind of isolated. And I felt like, you know, the people around me, it wasn't like they were evil or anything, but I just kind of felt that I just needed to just step back a little bit um, and just have some time to myself. You know, and like I said, it wasn't that the people around me were, you know, evil or crazy or anything. It was just that I just needed some time to myself, you know, and in those times with, by myself, I just, it was like my refresh time, you know, and it was like, I kind of, in returning to my first love, you know, I was refreshed on the things that I love, you know, and the things that I like to do and the things that made me laugh and the things that brought me joy and reminding myself that with joy I have strength, you know, and really just really tapping into the 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 things that I was passionate about that brought me happiness, that brought me peace, that gave me tranquility. And it just really started to empower me, you know what I'm saying, to uh, be the person of purpose, you know, and to find my identity and to uh, uh, even, and, and that charged me to seek God more, you know, on my own, outside of tragedy, outside of, you know, things that are going wrong. It was just like, yo, I just need to seek God because I'm starting to see yeah. what God is doing in my life. And it was uncomfortable, of course, mm-hmm. at first, just to kind of isolate yourself. Like I'm a, I'm a kind of like a social, anti-social person. Like I'm like extremely social, and then sometimes <laughs> kind of like I just want to be kind of by myself. And in those times mm-hmm. where I was by myself, it was kind of uncomfortable. I wasn't calling people. I wasn't mm-hmm. texting. I wasn't seeing where everybody was at and what everybody was doing because in that time. I just needed to kind of just like hibernate or be in a cocoon, you know what I'm saying? For that next stage of flight, you know? So I think that those times are important, you know, those times of just kind of that metamorphosis. Yeah. Metamorphosis, you have to be alone. That metamorphosis is the time where you just have to be still, you know? Metamorphosis is the time where it's like there is a protective shell around you, you know? So I just needed to be still and, um, Return to my first love, and in that, God revealed and or reminded me of the things that I love, the things that I was passionate about, and those things pushed me forward. I believe to the next level. Yeah. Oh my goodness, that is absolutely awesome. All of that that you share. Seriously, I was even taking mental notes. Like, man, that's good. That is so good because. Sometimes, you know, we can and I even hate to use the word manipulated, but sometimes when we're around too many people, we literally can allow them to become our God and to and, and, and you know, and we're looking to them for our purpose. Right. But when we can be still and get silent, you know, get to a place where we can really hear God and really, like you said, 
um, realize like your, you know, your desires, realize what you're yeah. interested in, what makes you laugh. Then it's like, wow, God, like, you know, yeah. okay, I see what you're saying. Yeah. I see what you're telling me to do so much what makes sense in those moments of being still. So yeah, it was like a different type of fasting, like different stages of fasting, like mm. different stages of my life. Like I had to fast from people, like wow. I had to fast from, Ooh. you know, phone. So I had to fast. It wasn't just like traditional fasting, mm. like things that I felt that I needed at that time. Like I had to let go of so that God could speak, you know, in a new way, you know? So, yeah. My God, no, that is powerful. And so, whoo, my goodness, I'm going to have to have you come back on here, but look, let's talk about, let's transition and talk about your show quickly before um, we get to the end of the show. Please tell us about, you know, how did you get this vision for your show? Can you tell us about it? Yeah. And, and yeah, go ahead. Just so I know, I know the time is, is drawing near. So like, <laughs> just, just summarize real quick. Like, um, I believe that, um, working with you, helping to empower you, giving oh. you voice is essential. And I think that, um, um, just the passion that, our savior had for children. I think that it is just um, something that we all should carry, but unfortunately we don't, you know, so I see, I run into kids a lot of times that they just feel voiceless or they feel labeled, you know, at such a young age. So I just feel that my job is to help to, uh, I know I keep saying empower, but to help empower your yeah. voice to help revive, um, That's you know what I'm saying? So that they can, because they are the people that are going to bring in this next wave. Like to them, I'm the old head. You feel me? So, <laughs> like, they're the ones, you know, and if I can be a tool to help to empower them, yeah. you know, and, and for God to do work through them, you know, yeah. I think that this next, I know this next wave is going to be crazy and it's going to be crazy with uh, children that are empowered on fire you know what I'm saying? Understanding right. to I'm really gone. live unauthent to live authentically. You know yes. what I'm saying? Yeah. Like I said earlier, no additives, no oh, preservatives. I just love God. You know what I'm saying? I love holiness. Like righteousness is that deal, you know, and this is what I do. Like love it or leave it. You feel me? Yes. So with the Mr. E show, you know, <laughs> and all of the things that I do, I just try to help empower, you know, through music, through uh different forms of the arts. I have a show, a children's show that's uh, catered to uh, pre-K to about second grade. And I partner with the city of Detroit. And um, through that, you know, we, we, we help children to look at themselves, to understand emotions, to um, even just reimagine imagination because um, not to be like the old guy in the room, but imagination has kind of been, I'm not going to say diminished, but reshaped mm -hmm. through all of the media. So just kind of bringing back some of the old school and uh, partnering with the new school. I'm not the type of person where it's like all of the new things. and It's just we should do it back the way that we did it back in the day. Like, I'm not saying that. Um, I, 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 I like the phrase, like the neo, I'm the neo-retropolitan, like new <laughs> and the old, like working together. Oh, yeah, you know? yeah. And that's what I do with music through television shows, well, media shows on, on uh, YouTube and the shows that I have locally with the city of Detroit. And it's all to help push and empower. I, I came up with uh, 
a math mixtape to help children with math. And I did a sight words mixtape to help children with reading. But in all of those, the musical platforms, it's all to still help empower to help empower who they are, to help empower imagination, to help empower just the adventure mm. of being a child. And yeah. the adventure of being a child and the adventure of learning should not be separate. They should go hand in hand. When I think about um, me learning how to read, I should have the same excitement from me learning how to ride my bike. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. two separate entities. So, through uh, the Mr. E show, I just encourage, empower, and educate children and families to be lifelong learners who are not afraid to take risks because yes. life is an adventure. So I just push. Let's make adventures in simple, small ways. You know, yes. so I know I said a lot, but my family is, good. I mean, my, not my family, but my, uh, my show is catered to children. Mm. And through that, I want it to be a family tool so that families can sit down. Family, yeah. take the things that we've done on the show and do some things together as a family. Yeah. Man, I have four children. I'm married. This is going to be 12 years, I believe. Yes, congratulations. Kind of threw everything off, you know, so like time is kind of, <laughs> I don't know what year it is. Like 12 years already. It, it right? 12 years, I believe. Yes, 12 years. This year. <laughs> and um, the things that I see my children my children help to produce. My children help to concept uh, ideas for the show. Like, yes. I just really want this to be a family thing for families. Yes. I, I absolutely love that. Oh, my goodness. And then, you want Emmy? I, yes, I, I, I was going say, you, because you, I was literally, you took the words out of my mouth. You, I was like, congratulations on winning an Emmy. <laughs> literally, City of Detroit, like, literally won an Emmy for the show. So, you all, y'all got to connect with yeah. Mr. E and the D. Y'all reach out, connect with him on social media at Mr. E and the D. You, I'm telling you guys, reach out, look up Emmanuel Smith online, find this man so that you can connect with him because God is doing something powerful through him. And I, and I know that as you connect, God's going to do something powerful through you. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you for being on the show. This has been thank absolutely you. phenomenal. I have to have you back on with your wife. And, you know, oh, yeah. I'm super excited about what is next, about what God is going to do next. And so, you guys, thank y'all so much for tuning in. I want you guys to continue to support HSBN. Go to my website. You can buy products. You can um, support. You can donate for the to tour the broadcast at www.ericadhomes.com. Stay encouraged. Remember to renew your mind. It is a gold mine. Love you guys. The preceding program was brought to you by the Holy Spirit Broadcasting Network, HSBN Television. Empower me with Aerie. 